Okay, well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, today, we're talking to one of our candidates that we work with this cycle who was accepted into actually a few programs, but I'll let her go ahead and introduce herself and tell you where she's going to PA school. Hi, everyone. My name's Crystal. Um, I worked with James this cycle, and I'm going to PA school at Marshall B. Ketchum in Fullerton, California. Congratulations. So um, this was not your first time applying, right? No, this is this was my second cycle. Okay. But this was our first time working together, correct? Yeah. Okay. So let's just talk about, you know, just real simply, why did you decide to become a PA? Well, I was, you know, I didn't know too much about PA profession before going to college, actually. So, you know, my interest in medicine started in high school um, and going into college. I had that same interest, but it wasn't really until I, I joined a pre-health sorority at my college um, and I learned, you know, more about the profession that way. We got to speak to some guest speakers at some events and um, a lot of the girls in my sorority were also pre-PA. So I learned more about the profession that way. But that's kind of where, like, you know, it really started. And then um, I think it was more like kind of middle, like in the middle of my college undergrad time that where I was like, okay, this is probably the route that I'm going to take and I'm going to stick to it. So before uh, pursuing PA, did you ever consider any other career paths, you know, doctor, physical therapy, anything else? Yes, for sure. I went into college pre-med, um, but I feel like my heart really wasn't in it because I, I wasn't like doing a lot of research um, into, you know, going to med school. So I kind of just like, I, I knew I was like not super into it. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, once I found out about the profession, I just feel like it clicked more with me. It just ended up being the career that I wanted for myself. Um, but I'm glad I ended up on that route. So what is it about PA that ultimately caught your attention that you decided to pursue that pathway? Yeah, I mean, after college, because I, I spent, um, I just didn't want to start a, a patient care experience job um, during college. I wanted to really focus on my grades. So I really put everything off until I graduated. Um, and that's when I started like looking into healthcare, you know, jobs, um, off, you know, doctor's offices that I could work in. Um, and that's where I really started getting my hours. And that's also where I, I was more exposed to working with PAs just directly. Um, but that was like the solidifying experience for me because talking to, to the PAs, there were like a lot of PAs in my, in my clinic, um, luckily. So I got to really get close to them, you know, have these really great relationships with them, you know, and learn what their lives were like on a realistic daily basis. Um, but that's really what drove it even further. Okay. Were you, um, where did you do your undergraduate work? I went to undergrad at the University of California, Santa Barbara, and I graduated in 2020. Um, and I also got a degree in um, biological sciences. So that's what I did. Now, since you decided later to pursue pursue PA, um, assuming you probably had to go back to school to get some of the prereqs completed? Yes, because a lot of, well, some of the prereqs that um, were common across a lot of PA programs were not offered at UCSB. So um, I think, yeah, I had to take anatomy and physiology at a local community college. Um, 
But the struggle with that was that it was kind of during COVID and um, I ended up taking those labs online, um, a lot of labs online. Um, and so it's important to look into school requirements and see which schools accept online labs and which don't, because I was actually, you know, disqualified from applying to some schools because they didn't take online labs. Mm-hmm. Since you brought it up, let's talk about the COVID period. So how did that affect you know, your work, your education, shadowing, volunteering? How did that affect you? Oh, yeah. Um, well, it mostly affected my shadowing experience. It was really difficult to find any shadowing opportunities um, after graduating. And I, so I graduated in 2020. There was like nothing um, available. But getting a job in healthcare was not um, hard at all. You know, they were looking for people. Um, but mostly it, it affected shadowing. It affected volunteering because a lot of places were closed. Even, like they, they just stopped their volunteer programs because of COVID. Um, but that was the most difficult part. I kind of looked into other ways like online um, shadowing, which um, added a lot of hours to, to my shadowing experience. Mm-hmm. So what was your first role in healthcare to get patient care experience? Well, okay. It was mostly my first healthcare role um, was volunteer experience in the hospital, but that was all the way back in high school. Um, but my first, my first paid healthcare experience was um, in a hematology oncology clinic. It's actually where I still work at now. But I started that right after graduating um, college. I started off as a front desk, you know, receptionist, and then. Um, I told them I was interested in being a back office medical assistant. So they were able to transition me pretty easily. I um, had to get a certification. I had to get, EM- well, I, I ended up getting EMT certified just to um, be able to transition sm- more smoothly into the back mm-hmm. office position. Um, but yeah, I've been doing, I've been a, a back office MA for about like three years now, three mm-hmm. years. Yeah, about three years. So I've been at the same clinic too in Hemonk. Okay. And do you work directly with PAs? I do. There's about four to five PAs in my office. So that was a really good opportunity for me. Right. Okay. So um, you applied for PA school the first cycle. So did you receive any interviews or what happened during the first cycle? Nope, not a, I got zero interview invites my first cycle, <laughs> uh, which was really disheartening. But I think it just drove me even for, you know, just pushed me a little harder to do everything right the second cycle, which is when I reached out to you. But I was so scared. I was like, just, you know, needing to get in the second cycle. And um, I was just looking into my options. And luckily, I found you. But um, yeah, I mean, I got a lot of more interview invites this cycle, for sure. So let's talk about let's just start over with the personal statement. So that's usually where we always start. So um it's usually different than what people think in terms of a process so how did you feel about working on the personal statement together and be honest yeah um well okay so before we started working together i thought i had an okay personal statement i didn't have a lot of people review it or edit it i was just like okay this seems a little this seems okay with me like i i kind of i'm you know glad with it or I'm happy with it. Um, And then 
what during our first meeting when we were going over edits, it was yeah, it was pretty brutal. Like I I didn't think it was so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but you made me kind of like realize like okay, this does kind of sound basic. This does have a lot of parts that I feel like I'm just putting in to just make myself sound better as a PA applicant. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I I did what everyone or a lot of people I thought did. I I went online. I looked up how to write a PA personal statement, and I was just putting in words that I thought they wanted to hear, like underserved communities and, you know, uh, what's that, the flexibility to switch specialties, because that's honestly what draws a lot of people to the profession. Mm -hmm. Um, So after meeting, I was like, oh my gosh, I sound so basic. (laughs) I sound, I probably sound like everyone else. Um, But I think you were the only one who really wasn't afraid to just take a deep dive into it and tell me like, truthfully, like what, it needed to be um, and what to leave out. But I'm really glad, you know, I had that constructive criticism because I don't know who else would have told me. Um, but I guess it, it, you know, worked out a lot. It it, it really worked out well because um, of the success I've had this cycle. Okay. So since we're, well, one of the things too, um, I don't know if I remember like from your first cycle when you submitted, but, you know, we had you submit early and you did get an interview right away so um i remember it was like june or july i think you had your first interview yeah i had it in my this cycle my first interview was in june okay and so then we start off with your mock interview prep and so tell me about your experience with that preparation Okay, the mock interviews I thought were the most worth it from working with you and getting, you know, services from you. Um, I just, yeah, I I mean, I got the package that came with the unlimited mock mm-hmm. interviews. And that was just the best thing I could have done for myself. Um, just because when I was getting these all these interview invites, I was like, okay, I need to practice so much. And I, I you know, doing them all with you and, and, kind of just doing it like so much every week um, really helped me get over that, that like anxiety. I just got so much more confident just from a few practice runs. Mm-hmm. I had a better idea of like what to say, like what I was, you know, I just had a better idea, idea of how to answer the questions. Um, and I feel like I kind of got a better perspective of like how to answer the question um, in terms of like how they want to hear it, mm-hmm. like what they're really looking for. So right. You know, honestly, the more you do, the better you'll get at it. And um, I'm really grateful for the practice I had with you, too. Great. Well, thank you. Okay. So, how many interviews did you get this cycle? 10 interview <laughs> invites. <laughs> so, from uh, zero to 10. Yeah, I know. So far. <laughs> right, yeah, so far. I know. Still counting, but, you know, <laughs> I'm happy. And um, how many acceptances did you get? I, I got six. I did turn down two interview invites. Mm-hmm. Um, what's called? And then so and then I got waitlisted from one interview, right. which I later turned down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six acceptances. So quite a difference from the first cycle. Oh yeah. <laughs> now, in in your opinion, I mean, do you, I know we're kind of showing some of the ideas, and it's probably very obvious in some of it, but. Looking back at the first time you applied and then this cycle, I mean, you can see the difference, not not just obviously the acceptances and the interviews, but even in the whole process. Do you see yeah. the difference yourself? Oh, yeah, I think I 
I looked at my whole application. I was like, I just made everything better. Um, you know, I got way better or I got way more hours. I had a way better personal statement. I probably got better lex- uh, letters of rec mm-hmm. uh, just because I, you know, well, between the first and second cycle, I got to really know the my colleagues and, you know, my PAs um, and physicians that I work with more closely. So and then also just the experiences, I, I kept working on those. I just kept trying to, you know, build up my application mm-hmm. in that way. So out of the all the other acceptances, we're not going to go into those, but why did you choose uh, ultimately to go to Marshall B. Ketchum? Well, Marshall B. Ketchum was actually like at the top of my list um, when I was putting together a list. And I chose it for the reasons, well, it's actually very close to home. But aside from that, um, I went to a lot of their events on campus. And I I have a friend actually who goes to the program, um, the PA program. So just kind of having that like experience and talking to her and, and going to these events and meeting the, the faculty there. I was like, oh my gosh, they're an amazing program. I love the campus. I just love how like friendly they are mm-hmm. from just from a on-campus event to, for pre-PA students. So I was like, okay, you know, being a student under their wing is probably going to be so great um, to be working with these like super nice people who have so much knowledge about the profession already. Um but yeah, that was mostly why I um, chose it. Also, their curriculum is is structured very. I like how their curriculum um, is structured. They have um, they have like group testing and they do uh, pass no pass too. So I don't know. I was just looking into the details more, and and it stuck out to me. Well, it is a great program, and I'm I know you made a great choice. So, all right, this is what <laughs> this is what a. Uh, mostly why people listen to these. They want to know what advice do you have to somebody else who is, maybe it's their first time, maybe they didn't get in. What would you, what advice would you give to somebody else that was in your shoes a year ago? Um, I would say the biggest tip would be to seek out professional help as soon as possible. Um, If you're still early in the process of applying to PA school, I would get started on your patient care hours. Um, I wouldn't, I wish I would have started in college. Um, You know, I said I I waited until after, but I really wish I got a head start on that because if I had, you know, I I wanted to get in my first cycle ideally, but it's okay. It happens. Um, Mm -hmm. You just have to pick yourself up again and and see what you need to work on. But getting professional help, like someone like James, um, before your first cycle would be my biggest tip if you want to get in your first cycle as well. Okay. And I know we were talking about earlier. So um, how are you preparing for PA school? I'm doing nothing. I'm I'm having so much fun. I'm just like, and honestly, at all these interviews I went to, um, mostly all the PA students, that was their biggest advice. Like how to prepare for PA school. Don't, don't like, you know, don't read any, don't get a head start on anatomy, physio, all of that. They just said to really enjoy your few months off before you start a crazy rigorous program. Um, so I've been doing exactly that. I've just been um, having so much free time. I don't know what to do with it, but it feels great. I was crying in my car like two years ago, thinking I wasn't good enough for PA school. And like, look at me now. You, I'm rooting for everyone who's watching this. You guys will also be here in one day and you're going to appreciate the time you'll have before PA school too, before starting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember 
first meeting you and you now versus you before very different person. Um, and it is, it's hard if you don't get in that first cycle and you kind of, am I even doing the right thing, but it pays off and it's, I, I see in you, you're so relaxed now. You're so, you know, so confident and sure of yourself. Whereas I know before just like, I kept telling you this is going to work out. It'll be okay. <laughs> but, I know. I was so nervous going into each meeting that we had together. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to prep for my meeting with James. Like I got so just, yeah, but yeah. eventually your confidence will just flourish. Yeah. Like yep. you said. Yeah. Well, I thank you for taking this time to do this. I know it's going to be very helpful for others who listen to this and I just hope you stay in touch. Uh, it was a pleasure working with you. As I've said, don't ever hesitate to reach out back to us if you ever have any questions or need anything, but Thank you again for doing this today. Yeah, of course, James. Thank you for everything, too.